a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Mighty Main Street is a show about our small businesses in Salt Lake County and around the state of Utah. And this is where we're going to be showcasing our extraordinary business owners. And they're sharing their amazing stories and how they're thriving in today's business environment. I have Bill Malone with me with uh, Visit Park City. Bill, thank you for joining us today. I'm excited to talk to you about Summit County and Park City and your experience being head of the Park City Chamber of Commerce. Thank you. Good to be here. Well, I just got, uh, I have a copy of the Camsey Gardner Policy Institute, and they basically did a wrap-up of July. And I was looking at the growth uh, for the state of Utah, but also the growth in Summit County. You know, this has been going on for a long time, Bill. Summit County and Park City in particular has just been on a roll. Yeah, it it, it has been. Uh, it's been a, you know, a strong um, strong market for us, both on the uh, visitation standpoint uh, as well as uh, uh, residential. Um, the residential has been kind of this uh, phenomenon that's occurred since uh, since March with uh, COVID-19. We see a lot of people uh, uh, purchasing or uh, new properties or, or rather um, using their their what was their uh, second homes as primary residences now. So it's kind of a new phenomenon of people leaving some of the urban areas and, and coming to more of a, an area that, that has a lot of outside things to do. Well, I never even thought about that. Yeah, for people that have second homes, yeah, they're either going to either sell or turn the other home, maybe it's in California or Arizona or wherever, turn that into like a secondary resident and make Park City primary. That makes sense to me. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of that. Um, we, in fact, I just saw uh, an article today that was talking about the uh, basically real estate sales uh, in in uh, Park City uh, practically, well, actually more than doubling uh, July and August of 19 versus July and August of 20. Isn't that crazy? I mean, in the, you know, and talk about as we look at all the things that we're going through and all the business contraction that we just have this beautiful little canary in the coal mine, if you will, that's just tweeting away. And uh, just, and then we have this incredible growth. I have a friend who is a third generation uh, real estate 
a person in Park City and she understands it like the back of her hand. And that's what she's been sharing with me. And it's been absolutely mind blowing. So congratulations on your success. And and I know this is going to be managed growth. Bill, tell me about your tenure with the with the with Visit Park City or the Park City Chamber. It's been a while, hasn't it? uh, Yeah, it has been a while. Um, I've had the uh, uh, the pleasure of serving as the president and CEO uh, of the Park City Chamber and Convention and Visitors Bureau uh, for 21 years now. I came here in uh, 1991, uh, motivated by the Olympics, like a lot of people. Uh, the opportunity uh, came about. Uh, I had been, my career has been in managing uh, destination marketing organizations uh, pretty much my entire career. I was uh, in, in 99 when I uh, took this job, I was managing the Chamber of Commerce in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And then prior to that, um, career was in the same position in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. So you can kind of tell the theme there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, ski, t- ski town to ski town. Uh, but uh, it was a great opportunity that was afforded me. And, and uh, who knew that I would end up staying here 21 years. So uh, it's uh, it's obvious that it was a great, uh, great choice on the, the part of my, my wife and I. Well, congratulations. Are you here to stay? Are you a Utah now? Oh, I, yeah, we're uh, we're here to stay. We uh, we uh, plan on uh, uh, doing a lot more golf, kayaking, and skiing, uh, and bike riding. Uh, you know, starting uh, I think next month when uh, when I get to hand the baton off to the to the next CEO here. Have they established who the next president CEO is of uh, Visit Park City? Yes, uh, woman I've known for a number of years. Uh, she, uh, her name is Jennifer Wesselhoff, and Jennifer is the president and CEO of the Sedona, Arizona uh, Chamber and Tourism Bureau. And I've known Jennifer for at least a dozen years. And uh, Jennifer is a very, very capable and very smart. Uh, um, organizational management pro, I, w- I would uh, term her as, and, and uh, she's done a great job down there, and, and uh, she really wasn't looking, uh, but the fact that this job came available, uh, you know, and I think this was on a lot of people's list, uh, that, that someday this job was going to become available, and it was the one that she threw her hat in the ring and, and uh, successfully navigated what was a large number of people from around the country who had uh, applied for the job. Well, it's a cherry job. I mean, come on, Park City, best, Utah. Best job in town. Yeah. Best job, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I have a, I've had a lot of chamber experience and chamber work myself, and there's just something that pulls you in. I mean, you're just – you're in the middle of all of it. You're in the thick of all of it. And all the cool people that you get to meet and the projects that you get to drive and – uh, and, you know, Park City and the Summit County is such a wonderful uh, market, and the growth has been incredible. And you know what else is interesting, too, is that you have diversity that I don't know if people really realize the kind of diverse market that you're in. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. We've been fortunate uh, um, over the years to uh, – and, and I'd have to say the Olympics have, have really were the kickoff point in terms of us not just becoming a domestic uh, – for for people to uh, choose and and spend their discretionary income, but from around the world, uh, we have you know customers uh, from Australia and Brazil and Mexico and the UK who uh, who definitely frequent uh, our area. We uh, 
in the winter, our number one international market is Australia. And in fact, we've had a number of businesses uh, in town open up over the last, say, five years of Australian families who have come here on vacation and who felt so comfortable that they've actually moved from Australia to Park City and have opened up businesses. In fact, uh, there's one that has uh, places in, in Salt Lake as well, Campos Coffee, and we affectionately refer to Campos as the uh, Australian embassy here in Park City. Oh, I love that. What a great story. And so you do have a lot of international citizens of Park City or Summit County, right? Yes. And, you know, I mean, a lot of our workforce, obviously, uh, is from all over. Uh, the, the hospitality industry attracts that where people who are, um, you know, we've, we've had people where uh, I've had the fortunate opportunity to ski in South America. And uh, I was skiing at uh, Valle Nevado in Chile. And uh, it, I was surprised by the number of Park City and Deer Valley hats I saw on their employees who work, uh, work the winters here, which is the summers down there, and go back uh, in, in position. So there's just a, you know, a, a, a lot of friends that you make and, and build over the years, those friendships with, with your, your customers. Uh, with your frequent, um, you know, visitors. And then, you know, you mentioned um, that, that, you know, about the opportunity with this job and talking to people uh, and getting to work with different people. And I've just been blessed with what I would consider kind of a hall of fame of local business leaders who uh, who have taken their time and donated their time to be the, the chair of our board of directors. And, and these are people from the resorts, from the banking industry, from retail, restaurants, um, uh, uh, activity companies, all different types of, of businesses in town, but the leaders have, have said, hey, I want to spend time with the chamber and and volunteer my efforts in, in that area. And, and I've just had the, the blessing to, to be able to work with uh, 21 different uh, chairmen, the chairpersons of the board uh, over my tenure. Wow, that's a that is amazing. Well, um, is this a true story that youth come in from all over the world and they'll just fly into uh, to Utah and they'll go to one of our resorts and they just hope to find a job and get a place to sleep and eat some food? Is that true? Does that really happen, Bill? It does happen. Um, <laughs> I love it, that. It really does happen. And we've had a great um, opportunity as a community to work with uh, the J one visa process and 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 a lot of a lot of those young people that come here with a j1 visa which is more of a cultural exchange uh they have a, a i believe it's about a six month time frame uh they'll come here work in the resorts uh, uh be a, a part of uh, our community for a winter and then go back home to college uh and uh, a lot of people from the southern hemispheres who do that because of the the time um, difference in terms of of winter to summer so it's it's a, a summer vacation for them they get to spend the winter here uh, working in the resort community and and they 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 you know come back as as uh, adults uh, after uh, their college experiences and bring their families here on vacation so it, it's it's kind of a never-ending uh, love relationship Although I would have to say, I, I would just have to say that we are starting to experience now our first generation of, of young people that are working for us who actually have grown up here. Uh, their parents were the, uh, the original uh, moving here in the 70s and the 80s, uh, having children who have now gone through the Park City school system and are, and are actually working for us here, which is, has been something that's exciting for me. 
good for you. Well, Bill, you have a wonderful reputation. I've I've heard of you over the years, and it's a pleasure to talk to you, and all the best, and thank you for your contribution to a beautiful part of our state and everything you've done in growing the film festival to helping um, manage the business growth of, uh, of this market. And so all the best to you and your wife. And do you want to give us the website uh, as we close? Yes, it's uh, visitparkcity.com, and uh, uh, there's there's so many cool things on there that you can take a look at. We're uh, we're doing uh, all types of uh, video blogs and uh, small snippets on uh, chef-owned restaurants in the community and local celebrities who uh, who've, uh, who are celebrities to us who have grown businesses here in town. So um, great opportunity to get a real good feel for uh, what we have to offer. All the best, you, Bill. Thank you so much. If you want to hear this interview again, download the KSL News Radio app or listen anywhere you find great podcasts. Just search Mighty Main Street. We're coming right back on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.